Hey everyone, welcome to the Whole Human Podcast. I'm Coach K, expert teacher turned master coach, and I'm changing the game in the health and fitness world. This podcast is where you learn real strategies to make your health support your life, not stifle it. This means that we dive deeper into the thoughts that create the actions and results that you want. No more battling your brain or your body, just the right steps and all the progress. Every episode has an actionable takeaway to make health fit you. So hit subscribe and I'll meet you here every Tuesday. Let's get after it. Welcome back to the Whole Human Podcast. Today, we are on episode 34. And like usual, I want to start with reflecting on a win of one of my students that has really been sitting on my mind and on my heart in a really fantastic way. And I had a student post in our Stars and Wins Slack channel, in our Slack community for Whole Human, that she, and she posted a picture, which was amazing and stunning and wonderful, that she was wearing a bikini for the first time since 2017. If that doesn't blow your mind, I don't know what will. I literally had to count on my finger, 2017, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, six years. It has been six years since this young, beautiful woman has felt confident enough to wear a bikini. And I think, again, if working on your health life and learning to be consistent and learning how to be proud and confident in your body. No one can say that's not life-changing. This is life-changing for the way that she will show up in the world, for the way that she views herself in order to show up in the world in a different way than she has for six years. It is such a huge, beautiful win that I know she's gonna be taking with herself forever. I love it so, so much. And it brings me to one of the reasons why, and I've, I've had this thought kind of floating around in my mind for a little while, and I'm going to tell a story in a minute, but about this idea of how we perceive ourselves and value ourselves and look at ourselves and how that changes how we interact with the world. And so I actually started thinking about this a little a couple months ago when John and I were shopping in LA and I stumbled upon something amazing. And if you follow me on Instagram, one, if you don't, you should. But if you follow me on Instagram, you saw me just like jaw drop wowed. I talked about this for a few days, Um, but I walked into a a pop-up store that was selling new and vintage things, and there hanging was the newspaper dress. And my Sex and the City fans will know what I mean when I say it was the newspaper dress. I literally walked in the door, somehow saw it immediately, even though it wasn't the first front thing, jaw dropped. I, I audibly gasped. And John's like, what's going on? And I beelined towards it. And another lady was also walking towards it, but she saw my excitement. And she's like, nope, go for it. And I just walked up to it and I touched it. And I said, this is beautiful. Oh my God. I've been looking for a newspaper dress ever since seeing this one. I've always wanted one. And so the store lady um, walks up to me and she said, oh, oh yes, that is the dress. And I said, no, it is not. She said, yes, it is. I again said, no, it is not. She again was like, yes, it is. I think we maybe did that three times as I'm searching for the price tag. Cause I was like, the price tag will tell me if it is the dress or not. At first I thought I was just getting a dress that was either similar or 
another one that was made in that time, which this dress is vintage Dior. So it's like, I don't know how long ago that episode was, like 15 years. Um, and so I saw the price tag and I was like, oh my God, it's the dress. Why is it not in a glass case hanging on the wall? And I had people on Instagram guess the price of the dress. And people were guessing everywhere from $80 to $500,000 were the span of the guesses. But I would say the majority of the guesses were like 80, 250, 300, 1,000 at the most. And it really got me thinking about money. It really got me thinking about value. And it really got me thinking about our views in general on it. Now, this dress was priced at $35,000, which some people might be like, holy shit. And some people might say, oh, that's it, because I've heard both of those responses. Um, and we could talk about the price of the dress, whatever, hit me up on Instagram, because yes, I would love to talk about this experience over and over and over again. And so growing up for me, and if you've listened to the podcast episode about my childhood, I share a lot of things that I've never shared before, but growing up for me, we lived in poverty. We were even homeless sometimes. And I was in a situation where I would watch my mom not eat so that the kids could eat, et cetera. And that was a very severe way to look at money. And so when I'm talking about value and I'm talking about money today, and I'm talking about investment today, I do, I'm, I'm unsure if anybody who listens to my podcast is in that place, but this is a different conversation. This is after your basic needs are met. This is you can't afford food. You do have shelter, et cetera, over your head. And so, but I've learned a lot about money over time. As you can imagine, growing up like that, I had really different thoughts about money and what money was and what it meant and what people with money were like and who they were and what people without money were like and who they were. And so what I've come to learn over time is that money is a tool that relates value. And it took me a very long time to get here and to understand this. And we equate the price of something with how we value something. So even just thinking about this dress, people were like, oh, $80. If you have seen Sex in the City, you wouldn't say $80 because your value already is higher, right? You're like, oh my God, no, that's the dress. You're already thinking in the thousands. If you also know about vintage Dior, you're like, oh my God, no, definitely. Like my value is even higher because I understand and know and have a feeling and a thought for designer clothing, not to mention just current designer, but then vintage designer, right? So our thoughts and what we value and how we care about something really changes that for us. Just like if there's somebody who's really into outdoor sports, I might be like, why did you spend $700 on that rain jacket? Like you can buy one for $120 over here. But they're like, no, the $700 has all of these things, right? Their value is very different. For me, I valued that dress so highly and I've started to kind of dive into the world of designer and watch it and look at it and participate it that I was I honestly I'm just gonna be really honest I wanted to swipe my credit card for that I didn't because I think financially it wouldn't be a sound decision because it's $35,000 and you could buy a car for that but I wanted that so bad I wanted to wear it one time maybe twice hang it up frame it in my room or my closet or something but that's beside the point I've heard before that where we put our money shows what we value the most and in a way I believe that and yet in a way, I don't. I think there are a lot of us, women especially, who have a value stack or a value ladder and they put their money on the lower rungs of it because we don't have or believe in the worth of investing in the things that are really valuable to us. 
Hey, I'm interrupting this episode very quickly because I know that you've been listening in, picking up tips, applying the homework, and loving that each week. I also know you are here because you are ready to become your hottest, healthiest, and most confident self. So I want to invite you to join Whole University, where you will get stronger, gain energy, and be proud of and confident in your body using my unique whole human methods and framework, which means you get to keep all the things you love about life in your life while we get you results. 100% of the students who have gone through only the foundations of Whole You have lost weight, gained strength, improved their digestion, increased their consistency, and increased their confidence. And the results don't stop there. We take you all the way through to mastery of your health life, where you keep your results in a way that fits your life forever. Go to wholehumancommunity.com slash whole dash you join and we will see you inside. And so a value stack or a value ladder is something that I create with my students where we look at the things that are important to them in their lives. And we do this with many different things. We'll we'll do this with their value stack of, you know, the return on investment of certain like strategies or things that make them physically feel good in our body. But one way we really like to do this is we look at overall in life, what are the things that are most important to us that give us the biggest return on life? And then it goes all the way down. And this is actually really, really hard to create because there's so many of us who are like, no, everything is my number one priority. And so it's it's difficult And this really matters because then we know how to make decisions that are aligned with what will truly give us the best return on our life, that will truly make life the most aligned. So for instance, somebody's value stack, and this is, you know, somebody, a a student of mine has made one similar to this. So the very first thing on her value stack is her and her health. Um, The very next thing is her children. The thing after that is her husband. The thing after that are her friends and family. And then after that, it's her house. And then after that, it's her job, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And what I see so often is that even though we often place ourselves and our health and our self-care on the very top of the list, because we know, we've heard, we've been told, if I prioritize me, everything else is better, we still invest in something lower on the rung, right? So let's say for instance, your house is something that is way lower on the list, but that might be the place where you invest your time and your money. Maybe you're like, okay, well, instead of investing in health, I'm like, I I need to buy that new couch, right? And that's on your house list. That's way down on the bottom, but you feel like, oh, that's where I should do the investing. And I think we do this for a couple of reasons, and I want to talk about that today. And I also want to clarify that when we say invest, we can say it in two ways, both time and money. So we know that if we invest in that top thing, ourselves, our health, our self-care, that we will be better for the rest of the things that are on our list, your house, your family, your kids, your work, all of that. And yet, we have a hard time making ourselves do it. And that makes sense because we care so much about those other things in our life and the other people in our life. And I think all the time, and I'm sure you do too, about the airplane oxygen example. Even though I know I need to put it on me first, if I had a kid, it'd be so hard not to put it on the kid first because it would just make my heart hurt, right? But then we have to logistically think, okay, my heart says put the oxygen mask on my kid, But then what will the kid do if they're breathing and they got that oxygen mask on them? 
how are they going to put it on me? Like, I'm putting on them more stress and more like, they don't know how to do that. They don't know how to take care of me. And if they can't get that oxygen mask on me, how will I ever continue to take care of them? I will get a a blip of happiness for putting the oxygen mask on my kid. I will be like, I protected you. I took care of you. And that feels so good. It's like a high five to yourself and your heart, right? That you did it. But then I have no oxygen. I am stressed out. My mind starts doing whatever it is when it's oxygen deprived and I pass out, right? Self-care and prioritizing the things that make us feel good is just like this. Imagine, and this could have been you. You could be like, oh my God, this is me. I have done that. We might be like, okay, I want to be the person with the perfect house. Everything's all clean and put together and organized. And you're running around to make sure all of this happens. And in that time, you don't take the time to feed your body, to do the things that make you feel good, to go get the steps that you want, the workout that you want, the rest and recovery that you want. And so you are stressed and in a stress spiral and you're unhappy with your body. You're feeling lethargic. Are you even enjoying the clean house? No, I will tell you that if I am happy, a messy house is not bothersome. A messy house is most bothersome when I am unhappy and I feel bad, I'm grumpy, or I'm sick. I want you to think about that. Think about that for yourself. And maybe it's not a house specifically. Maybe it's something else. But we often will choose something lower on the list because it's not us, because we don't feel like we have the worth or we don't feel like we are worth that energy first. We are so trained to put everything else before ourselves. Like, where do we see the value? This is a saying, I don't see the value in me above seeing the value in sweeping. And when you say it like that, you're like, whoa, yeah, I'm totally more valuable than sweeping. But we often act differently than that. I think another reason why we choose things that are lower on the list is because they are less expensive, right? So you're like, okay, well, let's say the Eskrima, let's take that for example, me starting martial arts. I was like, okay, that is $200 a month for me to do that. I could though just do something else for my house, buy this new picture that I want to hang in the bathroom for only $35. So I'm just going to do that instead because that's more affordable. But that picture hanging on the wall in the bathroom does not feed me, fuel me, and help everything else on my value list as much as me spending the $200 to go to a Screamo would. But we're afraid because of that price tag and that repeated price tag over time that it's not something that we should invest in and do. And none of this is easy because it's kind of like a chicken before the egg situation. It's the cycle that goes and goes and goes, right? But we have to interrupt the cycle somewhere. And that first interruption in the cycle is uncomfortable at first, and then it is freeing. The first time I hired a health coach for myself, it was so freaking scary. I think I paid them $125 a month. It was quite a few years ago, like literally maybe nine, seven years ago, and It was so scary because I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm spending. I would almost, almost use the word wasting. I can't believe I'm wasting all this money on just me. How selfish, right? But I was like, okay, but I have a goal and they're gonna help me get there. And I really thought about it as like this moment that's going to end, right? Like, okay, well, once I reach my goal, I'll stop and then I'll learn everything and I'll be able to continue on my own. 
oh my God, it was so freeing to have support, to have guidance, to have community, to have somebody I could talk to all the time about my goal because that's exciting for me and motivating for me. That was so freeing to be like, wait, this money makes me feel so good. Using this money towards something that helps me feel so good because then I felt good so much more often and was able to add that to the world around me. When we interrupt that cycle for the first time, it's freeing and we see the magic of how we can feel and what things can be like if you're willing to put yourself first. When you invest in the top of your value ladder, the rest excels below that. And it can be hard to believe, right? So like you think if you take one moment away from your house or if you put money into yourself or you take a moment away from your kids that everything will fall apart because let's be honest, a lot of us are probably keeping it together. And this isn't true, but it is a valid fear that we have. So just like when we think about our affirmations, we have to bridge the gap in our thoughts to create the belief that we are worthy and that we can logistically even put ourselves first. And so how can we do that? We bridge that thought. Remember our affirmations. You might not start out saying, oh, my tits are perfect and my ass is juicy. Go listen to the affirmation episode if you want to learn more about that. It really describes the process. But we want to bridge it with a thought that is believable. Like right now about your body, for me, I can say, oh, I love my freckles, I love my eyes. That is a start that's bridging you there. So when I am trying to bridge the thought about my value and investing in myself, I stop and I think, when were times that I have felt really, really good and what did that do for the other things on my value list? So for instance, when I am really, really happy, I know that I will have a longer fuse for things that would normally trouble me or irritate me. I know that that then makes my relationship with John better, right? That also makes my productivity at work better because I don't get irritated and lost in my spiral. So when I'm taken care of and relaxed, I am more productive and creative versus spinning and like, what should I do? I don't know what's happening. I'm exhausted. Should I sit at my desk? When I've worked out and I'm energized, I have When I work out, I become energized and I have more energy for tasks around my house. When I'm confident in myself, I show up more present at happy hour with my friends versus distracted. There are so many things that I have seen, even if I haven't, and by now I've invested myself, but that you can see those thoughts or those things that have happened in the past that you're like, oh, If I prioritize my happiness, if I prioritize my self-care and my relaxation, if I make sure I work out to become energized, if I make sure I do things to become confident in myself, I will be more patient. I will be more productive. I will have more energy and I will be more present. Those are all things that make life better. Imagine my student who I talked about earlier who is wearing the bikini now and hasn't in six years. How different is she showing up when she goes places? How much more fun does she have at the beach with her friends? And how much does she give to her friend's life, right? How much more, when she's confident as she is, how does she show up at work doing her best work? I, you better believe it's different than it has been over the last six years. There's no possible way it isn't. These are all different things that I've experienced before and I've watched my students' experience. Students who become more confident in themselves have gone on to get new promotions, get new jobs, take career changes that they never would have thought they would have before. Putting yourself first for anything seeps in the best way to every other area of your life. 
What do you need to invest in you? Is it a coaching program to help you reach your goal and become more confident? Is it a membership to that workout class that makes you feel energized after? Is it just the time of the day to be consistent with your daily step goal? Is it just taking that time for yourself, for your step goal or for reading or for journaling or for just like a quiet moment with coffee in the morning? What is it that you need to invest in you? We have to start seeing that value higher. We have to start understanding the worth of that for ourselves and knowing that that will trickle down everywhere else in our lives. So my homework for you this week, I want you to write down your values. I want you to make a value stack, a value ladder and put them in order of priority. If you are not at the top, put yourself there. I want you to write a couple of sentences on why when you feel better, the world around you is better and everything else on your value stack, your value ladder is better. Then I want you to set three intentions on how you are going to invest in yourself this week, whether it's your time, whether it's financially, what can you do to show that you prioritize and value you? I am proud of you. We're going to break that cycle. I cannot wait to see what this does for you. Thank you so much for listening to the Whole Human Podcast. Let's keep the conversation going. I would love for you to head over to my Instagram at It's Kayla Jury and introduce yourself. Literally, please slide into my DMs. Getting to know you, the listener, is what will make these episodes even more special. I can't wait to hear from you.